0: Monday, September 11th, God's love for us, Hosea two, fourteen 14-15, but then I will win her back once again. I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her there. I will return her vineyards to her and transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. She will give herself to me there, as she did long ago when she was young, when I freed her from her captivity in Egypt. I feel blessed to have grown up in a great family. My childhood was filled with love, joy, and a strong sense of family. We were the typical American family who made the most of every opportunity, worked hard, did well in school, and enjoyed our family time together. Our family attended our local Catholic church every Sunday where I participated in all the sacraments, went to CCD, and even served as an altar boy. Throughout my teenage years in my early 20s, I began to drift away from my faith. I focused intensely on my studies and my social life. I believed in God, but He just wasn't a part of my day-to-day life anymore. I rested on a self-assurance that I had nothing to fear because I was a good person and good people go to heaven. Even though I continued to work hard, my social life became more of a center point. I would describe this time as working hard, playing harder. Alcohol, drugs, fast friends, and all night parties had surrounded me. Before long, I was taking big risks and living on the edge. Though I believe God protected me through these dangerous times, There were a series of negative experiences through which I began to see the truth that I was in a valley of trouble. As I plunged into the depths of this valley, there was a point where everything changed. A girl named Susanna appeared in my life. She was beautiful, smart, and totally devoted to Christ. We were on polar opposite ends of the spectrum, but there was something very interesting about her that I was completely drawn to. Perhaps I was falling in love, But I believe there was more to it. God was opening a gateway of hope for me. As our relationship continued to grow, my curiosity about Jesus and my own salvation became these sorts of nagging thoughts that I could just not remove from my mind. Though I never felt any sort of condemnation, I grew increasingly uncomfortable with my life of sin. For many years, there were lots of people, places, and things that had served to lead me away from God. It was clear that these distractions stood in the way of my relationship with Him. At this point, I believe God had led me into the desert. He began a difficult process of systematically removing these distractions from my life. At the same time, I began to embrace this great optimism that even in my sin, God loved me and had an amazing plan for my life. He wanted me to be His again and there was an inexplicable hope in that promise. I felt totally unworthy ever after having left him years ago, but through his abundant grace and mercy, I gave myself back to him. There was freedom and joy in that commitment, as God showed me a perfect and unfailing love that transcended all of my previous mistakes and missteps. As I continued to walk down this road of devotion and faithfulness, I face the reality that there are always new distractions, and I'm still prone to wander from Him. As I continually recommit my love and my life to Christ, I feel energized that my love for Him continues to deepen and grow with each step. Interestingly, His great love for me has never changed. From my childhood to my wandering, from our reunion until now, it has been infinite and unconditional. It is amazing to know that his love was, is, and forever will be a true love. Today we are engaging with these verses using an ancient method called Lectio Divina. Rather than analyzing the passage, you are engaging in contemplation. Some have likened this to sucking on a hard candy, savoring a single flavor over time. Spend a few minutes sitting in silence. Read through the passage slowly or listen to it as it is being read. And notice any words or phrases that stand out to you. Speak these words out loud. Read through the passage slowly a second time or listen to it being read. And this time try to focus in on one word or phrase that stands out above all others. Repeat this word or phrase out loud. Consider what it is about this word or phrase that attracted your attention. How does it intersect with your life? What might God want to show you through this word or phrase? Read the passage or listen to it a third time. Then pray as inspired by your reflection on your word or phrase. As you go about your day, Try to recall the word or phrase and reflect on it. Please share your thoughts, insights, and experiences of trying to live out this scripture in the comments section below.